Welcome to the Full Out Podcast, where you'll get tools, tips, and inspiration to start living your most passionate, expansive, and abundant life. I'm your host, Samantha Jo Harvey, professional dancer and group fitness trainer turned lifestyle entrepreneur, speaker, and women's empowerment coach. It is my mission to help women live their lives full out. No more surviving your days, playing small, or marking your way through life. It's time to let go of your blocks, step into your power, and own that you are worthy of having everything you want in your life, business, and relationships. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Hello and welcome back to the Full Out Podcast. It's Sam, your host. What up, sister, goddess, queen, diva? How are you? Happy Wednesday. It's great to have you back. I am so grateful for all of your reviews, your ratings, your sharing on Instagram. It means the world to me. And I'm just really pumped about the next couple months, uh, the guests that we have coming on. You guys are going to love them. They're amazing. Uh, But today is a solo podcast. And, you know, this is something that I haven't ever done a podcast on. You know, if you've been listening for a while, I often talk about my divorce. I talk about being a dancer and performer and how that relates uh, to all the things personal development. And one thing I don't often currently share about is my wellness journey, my physical fitness, my nutrition journey. Uh, And it's something that I get tons of questions about on Instagram. I get tons of questions about working through injuries and body uh, composition and body love and nutrition and all of that good stuff. So I thought that today I would share with you uh, my history in the fitness space. And I'm going to be honest, it might trigger some of you. So trigger warning for anyone that's dealt with uh, body dysmorphia, trigger warning for anyone that loves competing and has very strong thoughts about it. Um, I'm going to be really brutally, truthfully honest with you today and know that this is my personal experience. The things that I'm going to share are literally what has worked for me and what has not worked for me. This is not meant to diagnose, treat, cure anything um, at all. I'm not a doctor, so I got to put that little disclaimer out there. This is my personal experience, my personal journey, and um, I hope that it shines some light for you. It gives you some inspiration. It lets you know that you are not alone. Uh, I think that often we see people on social media or in podcasts and we think that they've just got it all together. Like you just have that body. That's just how you were born. And the truth is most of us have experienced hardships in loving our bodies and coming to terms with who we are, what we were born with, and knowing what we can do to change and to improve. Um, So here's my journey. Let's hop in. I'm going to start way back when, growing up, being in college, knowing that I wanted to be a professional dancer. I double majored in dance performance. I got a BFA in that and then sociology and anthropology. And I always knew that I was going to be a dancer. I didn't know what that meant, but I knew that I wanted to dance professionally. And I remember talking to one of my advisors in my senior year and I said, advisor, what do I need to do? Like, what else can I do? I'm itching to get out of school. I'm itching to move to New York. If I could leave school early and go to New York right now, I would. And she said, Sam, you're doing everything that you need to. And I'm like, no, but really, like really be brutally honest with me. What do I need to do? Because I knew, I just had this feeling that she wasn't saying everything that she wanted to say. 
And then she tells me that I was doing everything I needed to do, but I could really stand to lose 10 pounds. And at that point in time, I was working out on the elliptical. I knew nothing about the gym. I'd never picked up a weight. I was just doing a little bit of cardio on an elliptical and dancing a ton. I never thought about my body. I never thought that it looked bad. I never had any negative views about my body at all. I was really fortunate growing up to not be in uh, the space of um, any negativity towards my body, although I had some very close friends, many close friends uh, that experienced anorexia, bulimia, all of that in the, in the ballet world. Um, but I was fortunate enough to have not ever thought about it until I was getting ready to graduate college. And this professor was incredibly successful, wildly successful um, in her career, and her word was gold. Uh, so I hired a trainer. I started working out in the gym, and I remember working with him, and it was great, and it was cool. But I, I wasn't fully attached to this idea of losing weight, but it was the first time that I became aware of it, of like, oh, my body is going to prevent me potentially from booking work, or my body might help me book work based on what it looks like. So fast forward, I get one of my first professional jobs and I had the best time ever and I was living my life and enjoying it. And in my evaluation, I was told, you're really great, but you need to lengthen your bones. You need to work on your physical fitness. Now this was the second time that I had been told that my body was not good enough. And it really bothered me, first of all, I was like, wait, how am I supposed to lengthen my bones? Like, that's not a legit thing. Uh, you can't physically do that. Like, I'm strong. I had learned from that trainer how to lift weights and how to do stuff. And I was running around New York City. I was taking Pilates and I was running and I was lifting and I was uh, doing yoga, taking spin class. I was like spin class fiend. And nothing really felt like it was working. In fact, I was overtraining and my body held on to everything. So I had this moment of like, oh my God, okay, like what do I need to do? I, I'm doing all of these things and my body isn't changing. So I worked with an athletic trainer who happened to know uh, the job that I was working in and, and knew it really well. And she got me hooked on lifting. She's like, stop doing everything that you're doing. Start doing a full body lifting program three times a week. I didn't change my nutrition. I didn't change anything. I literally just started lifting. I also booked another job during that time. So I was lifting and doing this really awesome dance job in Aspen and my body over three months completely shifted. Weight training was the thing that changed my body. I went from that soft kind of puffy uh, college girl and freshly out of college living in New York City who was just soft. I, and it's not, I don't mean soft in a bad way, but it was there was no muscle definition. There was no muscle tone to a muscular fit dancer. And I was shocked. It was the first time in my life I had seen abs. I was literally like fascinated by my body, not in a controlling way, not in a negative way, but really just finding this fascination of what my body could do, which led me to get a zillion fitness certifications uh, over the years and really led me down the path of, of seeing how important strength training was for women. It, it really changed my confidence. It changed my, um, literally the physical shape of my body, but also my mindset around being a strong woman, being able to lift up iron in the gym. Like it just gave me this power that I absolutely loved. So fast forward, 
feeling great in my body, feeling strong, getting all the fitness certifications, learning. Uh, I started to work at a boutique fitness studio in New York City that was kind of before, you know how now there's like Barry's Boot Camp and Fitting Room and uh, Soul Cycle and this place and that place. Well, this this studio that I taught at was kind of like before all of those really landed. So this is about, oh gosh, I want to say at least 10 years ago. Um, and I got even more knowledge and experience in that space and I absolutely loved it. And so shortly after that, I ended up moving to California. And when I was in California, I booked my first fitness job. I was a background trainer in these videos called Stronger on livestrong.com. I think they're actually still there. So even all these years later, you can probably go work out with me um, back then. And I remember meeting a girl on set who just like, she just like exuded confidence. She just was this walking, confident, muscular, but like feminine, awesome chick who I really connected with. And she had just competed in a fitness competition and we were talking about it. And she was like, you have a great body to do it. Uh, you wouldn't need to lean out that much. You know, it, it might be something <clears throat> that you'd be curious about. However, the psychological effects of it are really intense and I don't really recommend it to a lot of people. I don't know if that's something you actually want to do. And I started getting really fascinated by this idea of a fitness competition because I wanted to see how far my body could go. As a dancer, you are taught to take risks. You're taught to push your body to the limit. And I thought, wow, this could be the next way for me to push my body to the limit. Now, at this point, I had done my first round of Beachbody fitness videos, um, 21 Day Fix, and I was doing other fitness videos. I was, I was training. I was um, a Nike trainer at that point. I, I was really fortunate enough to work with Nike and, and do that. And at that time, prior to the fitness competition, I would say that my body was a fit, muscular dancer body. I did not have tons of muscle. I was very lean, um, but I also didn't have a lot of shape. Now... I decided for better or for worse, y'all, for better or for worse that I wanted to do the fitness competition. I will also say that at that point in my life, my marriage was not doing so well. And this felt like something I could really put my full self into almost as a way to numb out, even though at the time I wasn't consciously aware of it. Looking back, I'm like, oh yeah, I totally said yes to this 16 week slash four month prep and fitness competition so that I could really numb out on what was not working for me in my personal life. Um, and I, I dove in, I jumped in, I hired a coach online and I had one, you know, quick conversation with her. I'm like, yep, great. I'm in, sign me up. Now, knowing that the girl I had met on the fitness competition or sorry, in the fitness video world said, you know, be very careful. It can be really psychological, et cetera, et cetera. I had decided, and this was so dumb. I had decided that going into it, I did not want to look at the meal plan. I didn't want to know the macros. I didn't want to know anything. I just wanted to have full faith in my coach, in my trainer at the time, just to give me everything that I needed and just to do what I was told. And that's really good. I'm the, I'm the overachiever perfectionist. So I thought I would do really, really well with that. And for the first month, it was fascinating. I was like eating, you know, five to six meals a day. I was eating more protein than I ever had in my life. I remember feeling in the first two weeks like incredibly full. Like I could not possibly get down another piece of chicken or ground beef. Like I was disgustingly full. And I was like, oh, this is gonna be great. I don't know what anyone's talking about, about being starving and hungry and having all these metabolic issues. Like this is cool. And then it progressed. And it got to the point where I felt starving. 
I was eating bland chicken breast with asparagus and broccoli and, you know, a few ounces of sweet potato or a half a cup of rice. And I became almost obsessive over it. I literally measured every morsel of food uh, that I put into my body. I refused to cheat. I would, you know, have the bland potato, the bland chicken with hot sauce because that was the only um, seasoning and condiment I could have. I could also have mustard. So hot sauce and mustard were like the winners for me at that time. And I continued to start to spiral into this very um, over-controlling, unhealthy uh, relationship spiral with my food and with my training. And I remember it getting to the point where I called my mom crying because I had received an audition up in LA and I was living in Long Beach at the time. And I was like, mom, my legs hurt so bad. I'm so tired. I, I can't go to this audition. But I couldn't give myself permission to not go to the audition. I like needed my mom to tell me it was okay to rest. So I remember feeling like I'm failing in my dance career because I'm putting everything into this fitness competition and I'm hungry, I'm tired, my body is not recovering, I feel weak. Um, because at a certain point in your training, you start to lose your strength because you're just really basically malnourished, you're undernourished, you're not getting enough calories. Now, what was wild about my body is that I was still able to put on a lot of muscle for me. My body put on lots of muscle and I was simultaneously losing a lot of body fat. And over the course of the 16 week prep with at the end, you, you do water dehydration, you take diuretics to really release all the water in your body. Um, there were some wild things that I know have the potential to make people very, very sick. Um, thankfully I was okay. I lost like 20 pounds. Um, and I didn't even recognize, recognize myself at the end. I looking back at pictures, I, I really look like I am ill, like I'm sick. Um, and when I tell you that I was shredded and lean, I mean, I was seeing abs I've never seen before. I was seeing veins in my abs that I'd never seen before. My face looked old. I just don't look well at all in those pictures. I'm fascinated by them. But I'm like, wow, my body could do that. But also you can see the pain behind my eyes. Now, this wild experience, I could literally talk about that experience in its whole own podcast episode, but I'm going to try to cut to the chase. During this time, I was also experiencing massive intestinal issues, massive problems. I was on whey protein. I was taking um, thermogenic fat burners. I was on all sorts of supplements that really were a detriment to my system. Um, I had major problems with my digestion. I also was getting bodybuilding acne, and I fully believe that this is from using whey protein. It did not sit well with my body, and in fact, it doesn't sit well with many people's bodies. It's from dairy, and the dairy um, I was sensitive to, so my stomach was a mess. I had this bodybuilding acne, and that's like that thick, like cystic acne, which I have never had in my life. And to me, I was like, ding, 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 your body is telling you this is not good. So at the time I called my friend Amy and I was like, girl, I need help. Like this protein is bad. It is it's doing bad things to me. But my coach says I need to have protein. And she said, hey, Sam, why don't you try this, this um, different protein powder? It's vegan. It's supposed to be way better for your digestion. And I tried that protein and it was my Arvon protein. And literally within a week, my skin cleared up, my stomach issues got better. So I was like, okay, I'm no longer going to use whey. I'm going to totally stick to this vegan protein powder from Arbonne. It tastes awesome and I'm going to do it. 
So that was my first like real introduction into the nutrition side of my business because I desperately needed something in that moment. So fast forward to the competition, I, um, you know, was starving. I was tired, but I was so proud of myself for accomplishing something. I felt really proud of myself on stage. I got to walk in a tiny little bikini in heels and you guys know I'm a dancer. I love being on stage. Um, so it was really fun. I ended up coming in, I think it was second place in my weight class or height class. And then second overall in, um, the novice and, and people that had come that day. So it was really cool. I got two trophies. It was awesome. And then my life went wild. I ate my face off. I was so hungry and so deprived for four months that it was like, hallelujah, it is time. I did not get anything in my brain about reverse dieting, about coming back to like normal calorie consumption, about honoring my body. None of that was apparent to me. It was not like presented to me in that way. So I went off the deep end. Now there was foreshadowing here because in the beginning of my prep, I would have one, I was allowed one cheat meal per week. And instead of just being like, I'm going to have a burger at this cheat meal, I went hard. I would go to Islands. And if you're not from California, um, Islands is this uh, like burger joint. And I would get a bacon cheeseburger with fries. Now at Islands, they give you a replacement fry. So it's like never ending French fries. So I would have two servings of French fries. And I'd be like, I I don't know when the next time I'm really going to eat real food is. So I'm also going to get a dessert. I would get a brownie sundae with ice cream. And... It was unhealthy, y'all. If you feel the need to have a bacon cheeseburger plus fries plus a second round of fries plus the sundae with the ice cream, you know something is out of balance. So that is really what started that restrict and binge cycle for me. So post-competition, I had spent four months in this cycle. It was next to impossible for me to quote unquote go back to normal. So for the next two years, I suffered. I I think I managed to like slowly gain back my, to my normal weight over like three weeks, which was great. But then I was nuts because what happened is I put on so much muscle during those four months that now once my body fat went back to its regular percentage, I looked bigger. I was just physically bigger because I had this muscle and then my regular body fat. So as a dancer who literally books jobs based on how you look or don't look, this was a complete mindfuck. The weight on the scale was higher than it's ever been. I felt horrible in my clothes and I was used to seeing myself with abs and ab veins and shredded arms and shredded legs. And it sent me into a tailspin. I was depressed. I was very upset and I tried everything I could do to control my food and control my body. Simultaneously, my marriage was completely imploding. So it was the perfect storm for me to feel like I was losing my mind. I worked with nutritionists that were doing macros, which felt good because I finally started to see my body shift again. However, I was still in the food prison because I was logging every morsel of food. So it was not serving me. So I switched and I went to an intuitive eating coach. And that was great because I was finally starting to find freedom around eating. However, my body blew up. And for me, again, as a dancer, I needed my body to look a certain way so that I could actually work and book jobs. So that didn't feel good for me either. And I just went through person after person searching for the answers. Fast forward, and my my weight fluctuated so much during that time. Um, My phone was filled with progress pictures. I mean, every other day, I was just taking pictures of myself in a bikini. I was you know, weighing myself, measuring myself, doing all the things that really just, it was painful. It was hard. It was, it was a really tough time in my life where I felt completely 
out of touch with my body. I felt completely outside of my body. Like, what does my body want? How do I get to treat it? I was truly a mess. Talk about self-love. I had zero, zero. So fast forward, I had done every diet in the book. I'd done everything, you guys, everything I could. And then my friend Amy, the same Amy that sent me that protein powder said, hey, Sam, you know, we got this 30-day nutrition program. You want to try it? And at that point, I had done so much. I was like, Aim, I've done everything. Let me try something else. Like, I'll do whatever. I'll just do whatever because I'm desperate to feel like myself again and to also look like myself again, to feel confident in my body. And so I committed for the 30 days. And I'll never forget, I did it in January and I got like 20 friends to do it with me. And I committed to following the program and not counting my calories, not weighing and measuring my food, not portioning it out because I really wanted to see if this program was going to work or not. And let me tell you, being able to reduce the stress that I had around eating was like me breaking out of my food prison. I had never felt so much freedom around eating, so much joy around trying new recipes and realizing that I could eat on this program, I could eat as much or as little as I wanted. And because my stress levels down went down, because it was really focusing on supporting the digestive tract and supporting energy, it was really focused on um, full body health rather than quote unquote weight loss or weight management, it allowed my body to finally recalibrate. I remember by the end of the month, being amazed by how I felt physically with my digestion, which had not been right since the competition, with my energy levels, which had also not felt right after years of dieting and and just wreaking havoc on my metabolism and my body. I was so pumped that clothes were fitting me in the way that I was used to again. And I found this new appreciation for great food because the diet industry is really all about like calories in, calories out, portioning your food, macros, look a certain way, weigh a certain way, have a certain body fat percentage. And it really doesn't talk about feeling good, feeling solid, feeling energized. I mean, when's the last time you looked at like a quote unquote diet program that talked about reducing inflammation and supporting and balancing your blood sugar? Like most of the diet culture does not talk about how you feel physically in your body. And this was a life changer for me. I literally thank God every single day that this program came into my life because it completely changed my relationship to food. I finally found freedom around lunch, dinner, and breakfast and the snacks that I got to enjoy. I was no longer eating boiled chicken with broccoli or asparagus and tilapia. You guys, seriously, I can't even look at tilapia. Like, oh, I mean, the thought of it literally makes me sick. I, I will probably never eat tilapia. And quite honestly, it ruined chicken for me. Um, so it really had this long lasting psychological effect, an effect on my confidence, an effect on my physical body and my the way that I viewed my body. So after years of body dysmorphia and trying to find a sense of, um, ease and calmness and um, contentment in my body, this 30-day program legit shifted everything. Now, here's what I want to say about it. If I had not gone through the challenges that I experienced post-competition, if I had not had that first 
teacher tell me that I needed to lose weight, if I had not had that job tell me that I needed to quote unquote work on my physical fitness, if I had never stepped into the gym and started teaching fitness, if I had never done the fitness videos and had the friend talk about the the competition, if I had never done any of those things, I probably would never have gotten to the point where I had to literally make or break my life with this 30-day nutrition program. And because I was in such a rough state with my body, with my, my view of my body, I had insane results. And if I had not had that contrast, the challenge, the obstacle of this, I don't think I would have had as much gratitude. And I sure as heck wouldn't have this story. And I sure as heck would not have created a massive business around that nutrition program. So I say all of this to say that, look, every body is different. Literally, my body is different than it was five years ago. My body is different than it was 10 years ago. And my body is different than your body. So you get to figure out what works best for you. There is so much information out there, so many people saying what you should and shouldn't do. Release the shoulds. Be your own detective. You have to lean in and you have to be your own advocate. I worked with so many different nutritionists and I kept switching and moving and searching because I knew deep down that they were not the answers for me. So if you're in a space of feeling the challenge, I'm going to invite you to say, ooh, this is the contrast. Like this is part of the journey and I get to make a choice right now. I get to decide what I want to do differently. Do I get to hire a different nutrition coach? Do I get to hire a different nutritionist? Do I get to enroll in a different nutrition program? Do I get to try a different nutrition program? Now I will say, if you're going to try different things, you do have to give them enough time. Doing one week on something is not gonna change it. Doing a one week crazy fast or juice cleanse or something like that, that is not going to be sustainable long-term change. That 30-day program allowed me enough time to change my habits and to get really confident in my body and in my choices. And it truly has become a lifestyle for me. So if someone is promising you like a three-day something that's going to change your life, please be smart about it and be your own advocate. Sure, try it out, but be smart. With my 30-day program, I have now come to live in what I like to call 80-20, I am 80% on plan, quote unquote, 80% following that 30 day program. And then 20% allows for me to have fun, for me to have chocolate, to go have a beer. You guys, I love, I love French fries and beer. Like I'm, I'm not going to lie. I love nachos and a margarita. Like those things bring me joy, not because I'm numbing, not because, you know, I'm like dying and craving for sugar or, or salt or something, but like the social act of going out and having a beer and some appetizers that maybe aren't fully quote unquote healthy, it brings me joy. And I'm like going to totally own that and honor that. And before I never would have been able to find balance. I'm very much an all or nothing person. And so balance was very hard for me. But after, you know, the last couple years of doing the 30 day program a couple different times and and leaning into 80, 20, which if I'm being honest, sometimes went to like 60-40 or 50-50 or, you know, not great. I got to continue to recommit to being my own advocate. I got to recommit to my health. I got to recommit to feeling my best. So if you're searching for a nutrition program, I encourage you to search for something that's going to make you feel good, 
feel energized, feel like your best self, not a starving version of yourself, not a controlling, um, binging and restricting version of yourself. You get to be your own advocate, which means finding something that's going to feel good for you long term. If anyone promises you a quick fix, run the other way. It don't work. Or maybe it works to quote unquote lose weight, but like, is, is it really giving you the quality of life that you want? So my two biggest pieces of advice are be your own advocate, be your own detective, and then also be grateful for the contrast. Be grateful. If right now you feel like shit and you hate the way you look, awesome. You get to change. Be thankful for the contrast because that means that there's room to grow. That means that there's room for you to discover your potential. So be your own advocate, be the detective of your body and your happiness, and then also be grateful for the contrast. Know, and this is something that you can take into every area of your life. The contrast is there to show us what we don't want to feel to show us what we no longer want, what no longer serves us in our life. So you get to find the opposite. You get to search it out. You get to be fully in charge. You get to be fully um, in control of your choices, of who you get to ask, ask support from or of. You get to be the leader of your health because if you don't make time for your health now, you're going to pay for it later. If you don't make time for your health now, if you don't invest in your health now, you are going to spend time later dealing with illness, dealing with dis-ease. Find the ease now, find the balance now, find the thing that makes you feel like your most unstoppable, your most powerful, your most confident self. Because when you feel good in your body, you can literally do anything. When you feel good in your body, you get to be the best partner, the best mom, the best daughter, the best business owner that you can be. If you don't feel good in your body, ooh, y'all, what are you doing? Like you owe it to your children. You owe it to your partner. You owe it to the world, to the people that you are going to inspire and change to feel your best so that you show up as your best because that's what the world needs from you. We need you at your best and your brightest so you can shine, so that you can have the impact that you're meant to have. So with that, I am sending you so much love. Be your own advocate, be a detective, be thankful for the contrast, and be the best version of yourself. If this podcast resonated at all today, I would love for you to take a screenshot and share it, send it to a girlfriend that might be experiencing some of the contrast who might need a little dose of inspiration, a little dose of, hey, it's gonna be okay. Things will change. You get to change. You get to be in charge. And I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for joining me. If today's podcast inspired you in any way, we would love your support in spreading the word. Please subscribe, rate, and review, and let the other queens in your life know that they are also worthy of living life full out. If you want to continue the conversation, I'd love to connect with you on Instagram or Facebook at Samantha Joe Harvey. Have a fabulous day, and I'll see you next time.